Welcome to the LVR Podcast, a podcast designed for Australian mortgage brokers made by brokers. We're here to help answer your questions with solid industry answers. Learning, validation, and respect. Now, here's your hosts, Ruan Berger and Marissa Schultz. Huge welcome to all our listeners. We're super pumped to be with you today. And today's a really exciting topic because one of the things that's hardest as a mortgage broker, particularly if you're working on your own or only have a small team, is retaining your motivation, your inspiration, knowing where to go to, to continuously upskill yourself and make sure that you're the best that you can be. So, you know, what are some of the things that you can do, Ruan, to basically make sure that you're constantly on the journey to reaching your goals as a mortgage broker? Do you have some ideas that you want to share? Yeah, I think, um, and Marissa, you and I have come a long time together and we've been, to a certain extent, we've been counsels to each other. We've at different times (laughs) (laughs) made the call to each other and gone, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I think it's fair to say you you need a counsel. Mm. Call it what you like. If um, as you get bigger, you know, bigger companies talk about advisory boards, but the smaller you are, get a counsel. Whether that is a mortgage broker that you like the way they do things, whether that is a real estate agent, uh, whether that is an accountant, financial planner, someone that does very well in their in their field, uh, their industry. But people at the end of the day that you can just bounce things off. Um, yeah. And more to the point, people that um, maybe pull you up versus putting you down. Yes. So just having those people that you know, after I'm going to talk to them, I'm almost 100% certain I'll feel better about whatever I thought was overwhelming. I'll feel yeah. better about what is ahead of me. Yeah. So just, and, and Marissa, I think just you and me talking over the years with things, it's a bit, a little bit about taking just time out to go, let's just think about this and, you know, let's go again. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Having someone that you can bounce ideas off and I like the idea of having a counsel or maybe a mentor, someone yeah. that you can speak to on a regular basis. It can be really lonely if you don't have that. So it's really yeah. important to have someone that you can talk to that's actually going to give you honest feedback. Yeah. Um, agree. You know, that that's going to be constructive and help you to move forward and help you to achieve your goals. I think the other thing as well is that, you need to be really clear on what your goals are. And if you are clear yeah. on what your goals are, there are quite a few resources out in the market that as well as, you know, the mentor and the council, there are some resources where you can sort of self-educate or yeah. self-inspire. Um, and I think, you know, you've got the broker journal, Rowan. Is that right? Tell us yeah. a bit about that. Yeah. So so just on that point of something you've just said about that honesty and, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think this is what you've got to be ready for. You know, everything mm. in life is about mindset. Um, you know, to phone to someone and just vent for vent, make sure they know you just phone to vent, so that at the end of yeah. the day they don't they don't <laughs> conclude with a with a message for you, so to speak. But be also sometimes open. You know, I I used to say there's three things to concentrate on if you want to become better, and one is that you're willingly to grow, willing to to learn, and more than more than anything, willing to remain vulnerable, so that yeah. you can get that information that is given to you and you know, at the end of the day, I, I like to almost say, if you have a council, you need to allow them to be able to empower you to challenge yourself because they are just your council. They, they're not there every day to, you know, to keep you on the, the straight and narrow. They're going to be at different times. You're going to access them or want to talk to them. 
but you've got to be true to yourself that you're willing to learn, you're willing to grow, and you're willing to be vulnerable. Otherwise, I think it's going to fall on deaf ears. Um, and, and, you know, you ask about the broker journal. I think the broker journal was built on that synopsis, that at the end of the day, if you're going to be honest with yourself, you're going to have every opportunity to become a bigger, better, and more diverse broker in respect of the capacity that you that you ascertain, the capacity mm. that you have. Therefore, for me, you know, people say to you, do things this way, but you've got to be in the right mindset to do it that way. So the broker journal was very much built on that habits, that consistencies, the very things that tomorrow becomes your norm, that becomes your autopilot. So I think that's the that's the proudest part for me about the broker journal as such. Yeah, so is it kind of like having a little mentor in the background, you know, in terms of just getting a little bit of daily inspiration? Like how does it actually work? Yeah, so it's on a weekly basis because, again, very big focus on not overwhelming anyone. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's easy to take small steps but harder to take the big steps. So what do we enforce those small steps with? Then, like you said, that weekly inspiration or weekly thought process and then just um, an activity sheet, something to make you really, again, become vulnerable. You know, it's all good to say, I've got referrers, but do you really have referrers? Do you understand what it means to have a referrer and what they mean to you and what you should mean to them? So it's maybe deep diving in a little bit deeper to go, you know, less is best. At the end of the day, if you were just to have two referrers, that's not a problem, but let them be people that refer to you. If you're just going to have a client Give the client the capacity to be truthful to you in respect of have you delivered what you said you're going to deliver? Mm. So it's really on that proposition of, you know, and I call it the exercise program for finance for finance professionals because it is about going to the gym every day. You know, you don't go, nothing changes. You start going, your mindset changes. And when your mindset changes, you start thinking about things differently. And then before you get yourself you start feeling better for it. Mm. Now, the broker journal is very similar. Before you're going to find it because of client feedback, client engagement, you're going to go, whoa, I didn't really change many things. Well, you did. You changed your mindset. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I think, you know, like you said, in any in any improvement process, if you are on a journey of continuous improvement, you do need to really take a good hard look. It is hard sometimes to get feedback that maybe what you're doing isn't the best way of doing things, but that is something that you have to be prepared for to be able to move beyond where you are now and excel even further. So I think, you know, having those mentors, having the councils, having people that you can bounce ideas off of, looking for other inspiration, things like the broker journal, that's going to just be that constant reminder of, what are the things that you should be focusing on your business? And you know what I call it? I like to call it having time to work on your business rather than yeah. in the business because the truth is that most mortgage brokers get so caught up in the day-to-day yeah. that they actually don't take the time to work on the business. As a result of that, they end up working super hard their entire career um, and find that at the end of it, all they really have is a job and not actually have a business because they haven't actually taken the time to work on the business to create a better business. And and it's, it's not an easy thing because sometimes by just doing what you are supposed to do, your business can still grow. Mm. But that doesn't mean your business becomes sustainable. That's right. Just because it grows doesn't mean that's why. I mean, I've had people speak to me in the past and said to me, um, you know, I don't even have to go and look for clients. Like I get it off my database. And, you know, I do, do so much for my database. Everyone comes back to me. 
And I challenge them by saying, or empower them to challenge themselves, so to speak, and by asking the question, "Is your has your book grown? Oh, not really. That's purely because at the end of the day, if you're just going to keep working there, it's a bit of a complacency, so to speak. You've got to challenge your status quo and understand what it means to grow, what it means to learn through that growing in respect of the lessons that is there for you to take advantage of. Mm. And, and again, I talk about, you know, being proactive and reactive. I, I think... So many people, if you're going to be one, be just that one so that the law of averages is the one that saves you. So if you're going to be proactive, be proactive all the time. But I think when you start really connecting with your habits and, and your consistencies and it becomes part and parcel of your of your being in respect of what you give to the clients, how you deal with your peers, how you refer to your referral sources, you find yourself moving towards a center play. And I like to refer to this as the directive where at the end of the day, you get better, you're honing in on your craft, you're getting better at understanding what is my offer looking like, looking like and why is that my offer and why I'm comfortable to put that to market and meet every obligation that comes with it. So I think we all are here to grow in these moments and we need to understand what is it that you want to get from this at the end of the day. Otherwise, why are we doing what we're doing? Yep. And I love your focus on creating and implementing those habits because at the end of the day, habits is everything really. 100%. It's what we, it's the habits that we have and the habits that we do and the habits that we change that define our outcomes. And to be able to change those habits, no matter how small that change is, can have a drastic difference, you know, in the end result. And, and Marissa, just on, just on that point, think of you and James, just in your business. I would be very surprised if you've gone, I just want to do this for three months. Yeah. After three months, I'm done. Then this should, all should take care of itself. You know, if you think of the Broker Journal, we built this as a 52-week program purely because we believe these habits mm. take time, you know, to instill themselves in your mo- in your autopilot or in your, your norm, so to speak. But then you need to keep watering that habits. You need to ensure now if you the next year want to do the Broker Journal again, you now have data that should allow you to grow, that should allow you to prosper because you now have a, you've now got a center point to work from. And I think if you think of your business, you think of you guys when you, you know, especially even James today, still being a broker himself and being a good broker at that, Mm. he very much won't go backwards because he's intentionally making sure that those habits that he's built has now given them the ability, first year, second year, third year, he's now in a position where he's crafting his own play. Absolutely. And it's almost becoming, it's becoming the very thing that clients go tomorrow. I like to deal with that guy. Why? Or with that person. Why? Because I just like the way that they deliver to me. I like the way, the way they make me feel. You said this earlier in one of our podcasts, you said people have to relate to you, people have to like you. And I mm. 100% agree with it. But we need to set the parameters that allows us that growth. You know, I, I use this terminology about um, wanting to become a good swimmer. You can't just swim for three months and suddenly you think you can go yeah. to a national and win, you know, win the medals. It's just not going to happen. So you need to make a conscious decision. Do you want to become a better broker? Mm. Do you want to become more value to your client, to your referral sources? If so, well, you're ready. If not, yeah, well, great. You've At least you were honest with yourself. And I, and I seriously believe that clients can see that. Yeah, I agree. They can see the difference between a broker who's just coasting along yep. versus a broker who's striving for continuous improvement and striving to always see if there's ways that they can add more and more value to their broker. And I think that does separate 
our market in a in a way you know yeah. there, there are people that are happy to just coast and there are people that really want to strive to be better each and every day so I guess you need to decide and and on that note Marissa so true what you say because usually the one that strive for someone that had someone to teach them a little bit, to guide them a little bit, to counsel a little bit, yeah. to go, have you ever thought of this? Have you ever thought of that? Yeah. Because one thing that remains true in our industry and in any industry for that matter is we know what we know and we don't know what we don't know. That doesn't mean you don't want it. It just means do you have either a coach, a counsel, a friend that's good in business, whoever uh, that's good with clients that you can pounce on now and then to say, what about this? Yeah. Or that have the capacity to have open slatter with you to go, hey, I just saw you do that. Have you considered doing this? And just in that moment, you go, it's like a penny that drops. It just has its own value proposition just there, bang, on the money. So, guys, your homework is go out and find a little <laughs> mentor or surround yourself with some good counsels that can help you and be there with you and go and find some online resources or something that will help you. Something like the Broker Journal is great, but there's lots of other options as well. Agreed. And definitely, you know, do something to show that you are the broker who is looking for continuous improvement. We hope you've enjoyed today's session as much as we have. And if you have enjoyed it, we'd love you to share the session, share the podcast, subscribe. We'd really love that. And we're always looking for feedback. So if you have any feedback or topics that you'd like us to cover, send them through. This podcast is for you. Awesome. Thanks and have a great day. Beautiful. Till next time. Thanks for listening to the LVR podcast. We hope you gained massive value from today's episode. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Success and Broker and The Broker Journal driving broker routines and behaviors for better client outcomes. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'd appreciate if you gave us a five-star review. That way, it'll help others who would value this content too. We'll join you in the next episode.